0: Hey, thank you for listening to the Reclaim Media Weekly Podcast. To stay up to date with all of our blogs, our podcasts, and our YouTube videos, you can subscribe on our website, reclaim.media. Now enjoy this message. In Genesis chapter 38, we find the story of Judah, Joseph's brother. Now we all know the story of Joseph who was sold into slavery by his brothers. He was a man of integrity and character, a man who, who honored the calling of God on his life and who did whatever he could. To accomplish that dream that he had that God had given him. Now Joseph is a character that we can all look up to and in, in reality he's kind of like the star of this of these chapters 37 and on but chapter 38 it goes into the story of Judah and Judah is not just any individual but in fact he's one of the brothers who betrayed Joseph. He's not a very good person, he's a He's a very flawed individual. And I want to read some scripture here. Genesis chapter 38, verse 1 through 7. It came to pass at that time that Judah departed from his brothers and visited a certain Adulamite, whose name was Up, And Judah saw there a daughter of a certain Canaanite, whose name was Shua. And he married her and went into her. So she conceived and bore a son, and he called his name Ur. She conceived again and bore a son, and she called his name Onan. And she conceived yet again and bore a son, and she called his name Shelah. He was at Shezib. When she bore him, then Judah took a wife for Ur, her, his firstborn, and her name was Tamar. But Ur, Judah's firstborn, was wicked in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord killed him. So here's Judah. He's a man who sold his own brother into slavery. Then he marries a Canaanite woman who, when that was against what God wanted for his life. He, he's a very selfish individual, very a very um, flawed individual. And I begin to question, as I read this chapter, God, why would you go from the story of Joseph, who's this upright man, a man of, again, righteousness, holiness, integrity. Why would you go from this story of Joseph and go right into the story of Judah? It doesn't really make sense that we'd be talking about such a great individual and then go and begin to talk about an individual who is very flawed. Again, he was a liar. He was selfish. In reality, we want to, when we read scripture, oftentimes what we do is we put ourselves in the place of the star of the scripture, right? We want to be like Joseph and we say, well, I'm going to go through what Joseph went through and I'm going to accomplish what Joseph accomplished. But in reality, Judah's a little bit more relatable to us. Judah is a flawed person, just like us. Judah is one who made many mistakes, just like we do. But we see in the scripture that God still used his life. So I begin, again, I begin to pray and wonder and ask the Lord, why would you go from Joseph to Judah? And he began to speak to my heart and I and I begin to realize that he puts this story in the book of Genesis to show us that God uses flawed people for his flawless work. You look at the family of Joseph. His father Jacob lied to his brother Esau and in fact he was on the run so that he wouldn't be killed by Esau. You look at Joseph's brothers and all that they did, all the evil things that they did to him. Uh, Joseph's family was by no means perfect they were by no means flawless, but God still used this family. Now, we, as we continue in chapter 38, we find a couple of interesting things that happen to Judah. Judah's wife passes away, and we see Judah go into a certain, a certain town, and he, he finds a prostitute. But what he doesn't know is that Tamar has posed as a prostitute to sleep with Judah. Now, the reason she did this was because Judah had promised that she would be able to marry his youngest son. But when she saw that he wasn't fulfilling that promise, in fact, what he was doing is he wasn't, he was not allowing her to marry anybody else. He wanted her to stay in his family. So he was being being very selfish and very deceitful to Tamar. So he did not fulfill his promise to Tamar. So as Judah is going and he's looking, he's sleeping, he finds this prostitute. He doesn't know that it's actually Tamar posing as a prostitute so that she would sleep with Judah. And what happens is she conceives twins from Judah. And Judah finds out that she was, a, she was posing as a prostitute, didn't know that he was the one that slept with her. And so he calls and says that she must be killed. But then the truth comes out. It's like this climax in the story of Genesis chapter 38. It's like this drama-filled story. And, and Judah's cursing Tamar and saying, well, she has to die for posing as a prostitute. But then Tamar says, wait, it was actually you that slept with me. It was, I slept with you, and now I have I'm I'm conce- I've conceived your children. And we find that she conceives twins. And so I again this story is just this crazy story of of drama and deceit and manipulation. And again, I would question God, why are you showing us this story? It's because God wants us to know that flaws don't stop God from using our life just because we've made mistakes, just because we've, 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 we've failed at a lot of different things, just because we've done things that we know are wrong. When we come to God, our flaws don't stop God from using our life. We are, we are dead to our past. So when we, when we come to God as, as in repentance in humility and we give our lives to Jesus, what He does is He cleanses us from all of our sin, all of our unrighteousness. So our past does not define our future in Christ. In Galatians 2 verse 20, it says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. The scripture is telling us that we no longer live how we we used to live. I'm dead to my past. I'm dead to my old self. I'm a new creation in Christ. And because I'm a new creation in Christ, I have to walk in the new nature that I have in Christ. My flaws don't define me. My mistakes don't define me. Now, why are we talking about Judah? Because Judah had a lot of flaws, but we see as we're going to continue to read that God still used his life. Your flaws cannot stop God. All you have to do is repent and allow God to use your life to cover your sin, to forgive you of your mistakes, and you don't have to walk in your old nature, but you could walk in your new nature. And in fact, God wants to use flawed people. God wants to use those that are weak and those that are struggling. God wants to use us that that are hurt and that are broken. God uses flawed people for His flawless work. 1 Corinthians 1.27, but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise, and God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty. You look at Jacob, and Judah, they were flawed. You look at Moses and Noah, even Abraham. They they all had flaws. You look at the disciples, Peter, and you look at the apostle like Paul, and you understand as you read through their life, they all had flaws. But yet God still used their life. And if God can use those flawed individuals, why can't God use you? If God can take someone like Paul, who was not just a flawed person, but who was a persecutor of the church, he would persecute Christians but God still used His his life. Why can't God use you? Your flaws cannot stop God. When we come to Jesus, when we give our lives to Him, what happens is we we are now grafted into the family of God, and we now receive the favor of God as sons and daughters. It's the favorite flaws in our lives that God will use. You look at, again, a man like Judah. Judah had a lot of flaws. He, He married a Canaanite woman, He was very selfish towards his daughter-in-law Tamar in fact he slept with a prostitute not knowing it was her and she conceived by him judah was a very flawed individual but god uses flawed people for his flawless work matthew chapter 1 verse 1 through 2 and we're going to jump down to verse 16 says the book of the genealogy of jesus christ the son of david the son of abraham abraham begot isaac isaac begot jacob and jacob Begot Judah and his brothers and Judah begot Perez and Zerah by Tamar and Jacob begot Joseph the husband of Mary of whom was born Jesus who is called Christ Now think about this you have in the book of Genesis Genesis 37 you have Joseph who was betrayed by his brothers and throughout the rest of the book of Genesis You see the life of Joseph. He was this man again of integrity and character and he was a man who we can look up to and on, on how we should live. But 38, you have this blip in the story and it's this man now named Judah. A man of many flaws, many mistakes. In fact, so so flawed that his sons were so wicked in the eyes of God that the Lord killed his sons. And he sleeps with his, his daughter-in-law. What a flawed individual. What a flawed person. But out of that flawed relationship, out of that relationship between a Judah And Tamar, from their twins, we find the genealogy of Jesus Christ. So what God is showing us, again, is He uses flawed people for His flawless work. Now, if God can use these men in in the Scripture, if God can use these women in Scripture who were all flawed individuals, but by His grace, they accomplished great things for His glory, why can't God use you? Your past does not define you. Your mistakes do not define you. You you can't alter your future based on what you used to be because when you come to Christ, you're a new creation and he puts favor on your flaws. I hope that this message encouraged you and I hope that you don't give up where you're at. I hope that you continue to move forward knowing that God can use your life even though you've made mistakes. But I wanna encourage you, repent from those mistakes. Get those things right with God and watch what God can do in your life. Thanks for listening to the message. If you'd like to help us to continue to create content like this, you can sign up as a supporter on our website, reclaim.media slash donate. Thank you.